Get up, Flyer fans. It's the show just for you. Flyer Feedback, presented by Bud Light and live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street in Dayton. Stop by after the game for delicious food and 24 beers on tap. Flyer Feedback is brought to you by Bud Light. Here's to the beer you can always count on. And by Flyer Spirit, the university-owned student staff destination for Dayton Flyers gear. Hashtag Flyer Spirit. Call in with your comments or questions, 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM. 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, here's your host, John Bedell. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome into Flanagan's Pub, the best bar in town. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green and you here coming to a place where we do not, do not tweet recruits. Hashtag don't tweet recruits. Hashtag the more you know. Definitely. Flyers a winner tonight, 79-66. Dayton gets back to an even 500 on the year. And uh, Nate, they're four and four, and yeah. uh, wasn't always pretty at times, but a good win for this young team. It definitely was a good win. Um, you know, when we can learn from this and still come out victorious, that's a good thing. Uh, you know, I, honestly, Tennessee Tech wasn't uh, a very good team in my opinion. No. Um, so it was a good learning experience for us because. Uh, we had a lot of lapses in the games where we just had unforced turnovers, um, little mental mistakes that uh, Tech didn't capitalize on, and I'm grateful for it, and it just helped us grow as a team. Nice performance from a couple of guys tonight. First of all, uh, Josh Cunningham, Nate, is becoming a double-double machine. 16 points, 10 boards for Josh. Costas Andadacumpo with 10 and 10, so another double-double from Costas at least on the night between him and Josh. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Crutcher with another start, only two points but seven assists. Uh, Daryl Davis poured in 19. Trey Landers had 14, another 14 from Jordan Davis. Um, and just some really electric stretches at times, Nate. You know, you, you and I talked before we went on the air, and this is probably an effort that gets you beat uh, come A-10 season. I think Rhodey wipes the floor with you tonight. This kind of uh, effort probably gets you – uh, housed by St. Bonaventure. Uh, but that's what this non-conference is for. This is still early. We're only eight games in this season. Definitely. And everything, as Anthony Grant talked with Larry on Monday at his coach's show, everything's gearing up towards the 8-10 season. So they'll get there. They're, they're still gearing up. But on the other hand, a little concerning, Nate, because as we mentioned in the Bud Light postgame show, this is a Golden Eagles team that came in here at 7-2, and two, but it's a deceiving 7-2 and two because um, their, their best – game period that they've even played in terms of an opponent they've only played one top 50 Ken Palm and that is TCU who beat their breaks off 100 to 63 yeah and their two of their seven wins Nate are against one Midway University who is an NAIA program and the other one is against Boyce College it's a D2 program Oh, yeah. So very deceiving 7-2 and two Golden Eagles team coming Definitely. in here. Definitely, and that's why I said it's always a good thing when you can come victorious and learn from it. Um, this was a learning experience for all the guys to, uh, you know, let them know that um, it was going to take everybody's effort and hard work and mental. They got to be mentally ready. It didn't seem like everybody was mentally there. We had a lot of bobbling the ball and little unforced turnovers. Um, those things will cost you when you're playing against an elite team. Another, uh, another, I think, positive tonight, Nate. Another start from Jalen Crutcher. What would you make of that? That's his second start in a row now. And, and honestly, he's looking good there. You know, he's running the team. He's getting everybody involved. 
I think he had seven assists tonight. Um, I, I believe he only had maybe two turnovers. Uh, he He's doing good at this position right now, you know. And I know people will probably say, well, well what about Crosby? Um, you know, it's one of those situations when a, a player is playing well, it's not necessarily that they're doing something wrong. It's just that that player is playing really well right now, and then the coach has to give them that time. And I think, you know, we're two games into this now with Crutcher starting. I give him credit. Crosby played well tonight. Nate. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's if that's John just maybe settling into that bench role. Yeah, uh, that's something that you would think he's more comfortable with because that was his role last year with Scoochie Smith here. Yeah, um, but I mean that that's something that you know because we had some questions about Crosby the last couple nights. A thing I think people have to realize is that Anthony Grant is much more like his coach Don Donaher, and for a current example, a guy like Phil Martelli. Yeah than a guy like Archie Miller or even Brian Gregory in terms of his rotation schemes. And when I say he's more like Donher and Martelli, he's going to play five or six or seven guys until their tongues are hanging out, right? Anthony's less concerned about his quote-unquote rotation, you know, schedule yeah. and more concerned about if there's a group that works, Anthony, much like Martelli or Donaher, is going to go with it and stay with it. Yeah. So I think he's less concerned, you know, so I don't think people should be looking for, you know, substitution patterns because I don't think that's Anthony's style to worry about that. No, and uh, Crosby has said it himself. He says, you know, we do have, you know, seven or eight guys that can contribute and even be in the starting position, and, you know, they all have accepted their role. So if Crosby has to come off the bench, he doesn't mind coming off the bench. If he's only getting a few minutes, he says that when I get in there, I'm going to give it all my all. So – when it's my turn, I'm going to be ready to play. Yeah, and, and, and like you said, and we talked about this the last game you and I had together, Nate, after the Auburn loss, when Crutcher uh, played more minutes than Crosby did. Yeah. That there's just stretches where this team is more productive with Crutcher on the floor. And Anthony Grant has said it in the last week. I don't remember if it was during the coaches' show or if it was to David Jablonski, but Anthony Grant said this on the record in the last week in that, when you're getting questions about, is Crosby in his doghouse? Is he being benched? Anthony said, it's nothing personal, yeah. right? Anthony Grant's going to sit your behind for three reasons. Either you're hurt, you're in foul trouble, or you're not productive. And in John's case, and today he had a nice night, yeah. as of late, it's been the latter for John, and that's why he's not playing. It's somebody's in the doghouse being benched. Yeah. That's all there is to it. No, and that's part of basketball, you know. Um, like you said, this is Division One basketball, and everybody can play. So it's the little things that's going to separate them from either we're going to get 25 minutes or we're going to get 10 or 15 from you. Um, and right now, Crutcher is doing everything that he's supposed to do. Um, he's running the team. He's getting everybody involved. He's taking shots when needed. Um, he's not yes. forcing anything. And he's controlling the tempo of the game. He has tremendous, Nate, I think, touch when he, when he goes to finish. My goodness, some of the moves he pulls – to get himself free, the way he uses his body to shield defenders, and what he's able to do with the ball oh, to yeah. finish around the rim is really starting to impress me with this kid. He honestly reminds me of one of my old teammates, uh, Ramad Marshall. Um, you know, Ramad Marshall was real crafty with the ball, but he could get to the basket and was a little uh, finesse when he got there and, and could finish. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Crutcher's doing that. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here, Flyer fans, coming to you live from Flanagan's Pub on Stewart Street for another edition of Flyer Feedback. Got a new drink special as we turn the calendar to December. All December long, 
during flyer feedback, you can get $3 Bud Light aluminum bottles at the bar. That's right. Come drink Somebody's some. excited about that. Hope you celebrate this 79-66 win. This is your show, Flyer uh, fans. This is your way to interact, interface with us. You can get at us a few different ways. Call us up at 457-1290. You can get at me, at me, as the kids say, on the tweeter machine, at jbedellwhio. I may read your tweet on the air. Or if you're here with us at Flanagan's, you can join us on the Bud Light mic, which is where we'll go now to Leslie from Ideal Travel. John, Nate, last time we had a home game, I unveiled the St. Louis weekend package. We still have plenty of spaces to get Flyer fans on board. Remember, if you're shopping for that Flyer fan for Christmas, perfect gift is the gift of travel. So $3.29 a person gets you your motor coach transportation, two-night stay at Drury Hotel at the Arch, and your game ticket. But I promised you all last time that we were going to unveil our Atlantic 10 tournament package. We've got it put together at this point. Round trip nonstop air out of Dayton. Four nights hotel accommodation at the Henley Park Hotel. It's a historic boutique hotel walking distance from the games. All session game tickets, airport transfers. Prices starting at $10.99 plus tax per person. Be sure to give me a call at 223-7447 to get yourself on board for either St. Louis or Atlantic 10 tournament, or why not do them both? Go Flyers. Go Flyers. Thank you, Leslie. Go Flyers. Mom, if you're listening, I and need that for Christmas. Go to D.C. Nate's going to have a homecoming. Go yeah. Flyers and go America. Hat tip, Adam. You know who you are. Flyers winner, 79-66. John Bedell, Nate Green here with you for Flyer Feedback Live from Flanagan's Pub. It continues on the other side right here on the home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Cassano's Pizza has been Dayton's hometown pizza for nearly 65 years. Please welcome back Cassano's Fans in the Stands UD Basketball Pregame Show. Hosted at our Brown Street store. Make it your pregame or postgame stop for every home game. Just say King Me when you order an extra large deluxe pizza at regular menu price and receive a free medium pepperoni pizza. Call 294-KING or visit 294-KING.com to order now. Go Flyers! Looking for a creative gift? Treat someone 50 years of age or better to a learning experience they won't forget. A gift certificate to the Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton. They can choose from a list of seminars at the time best for their schedule, such as History of the 1919 World Series, Artificial Intelligence, Intermediate iPhone, Creative Studio, Shoot Process Print, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal fun environment. Call 229-2347 to purchase a gift certificate today. Dayton is buzzing with excitement. There's a housing boom, a new modern I-75, the new River Run, the library, and a newly renovated UD Arena. Code Credit Union is proud to be a part of Dayton's revitalization with our new headquarters and the renovation of our Monument Avenue branch. Code is proud of our Dayton roots and serving the Miami Valley for over 77 years. Code Credit Union, one good reason after another. Learn more about us at codecu.org. Member NC... UA. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. 
Fox News Radio, I'm Steve Rappaport. Muslim nations condemning President Trump's recognition of Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas saying America lost its credibility as a Middle East peace broker. U.S. embassies worldwide heightened security ahead of the announcement. Of course, we don't want to see killings. We don't want to see violence. But let's be clear. Let's do a reality check. Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, so we're acknowledging something that's common sense to everyone. U.S. Ambassador to the United Nations Nikki Haley on Fox News. Senator Al Franken plans to make an announcement tomorrow as he faces increased pressure from fellow Democrats to resign. Franken is facing a growing number of accusations from women who say he inappropriately touched them or forcibly kissed them during photos and other interactions. Franken has apologized for some of those accusations but insists he doesn't remember others. Fox's Jared Halpern on Capitol Hill. Fox News. We report. You decide. Fourteen teams come to compete, but only one will win the crown. The heart of the nation will host the Atlantic 10 Men's Basketball Championship at Capital One Arena in March of 2018. Five days of non-stop basketball action. There can only be one champion. The A-10 Championship at Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. March 7th through 11th, 2018. Buy your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Premier Health is proud to be the official health care provider for UD Athletics as the official sports medicine provider for 42 area schools. We treat more student-athletes than anyone else in the region. From injury prevention, treatment, and sports performance, our team of board-certified sports medicine and orthopedic physicians, athletic trainers, and rehabilitation specialists offer a comprehensive program focused on the goals of each athlete. To learn more or to find a Premier Health sports medicine specialist, visit premierhealth.com sportsmed. Premier Health, taking care to a higher level. Mainly clear for much of the night, a cold one too. Temperatures down to 24. Wind chills will be in the mid-teens by daybreak. Some increasing clouds around daybreak as well with a chance for some morning flurries. Better chances south of Interstate 70, a high of only 31 Thursday. Wind chills will stay quite chilly on into tomorrow night. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback. Live tonight from Flanagan's, a place where we always remember that VCU lost to Fordham. People forget that. We don't. No, we don't. Dayton winner tonight, 79-66, a 13-point win over the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles gets the Flyers back to an even 4-4 four and four on this starting to get not-so-young season, but we're still only eight games in. And, Nate, they'll have a couple days off, few days off, and welcome the Penn Quakers to UD Arena on Saturday night, or Saturday afternoon, excuse me, it's a 3 o'clock tip. Um, as we mentioned in the previous segment, Nate, um, you know, this was a Golden Eagles team coming in here with, you know, a deceiving record, 7-2, and two, but two of those seven wins were against a D2 and an NAIA program. Uh, but still some good points tonight for the Flyers uh, because this Golden Eagles squad came in here, Nate, with, with five guys averaging double figures. Yeah. And they only let one of those regular double-figure uh, scorers go off tonight for double figures, and that was Phillips. The only other guy that had more than 10 points or 10 or more was Courtney Alexander. Those guys had 11 and 17 respectively. Curtis leading the way with seven. Uh, you know what? I take it back. Mack had 15, so three. 
But still, for, for a team that averages five guys in double figures, you hold three of them to double figures. You know, not too bad of a night defensively for the Flyers. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, there was a lot of positives out there. You know, this is a Tennessee Tech team that was averaging 85 points a game. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we, we cut them down. They only had 66 tonight. Um, you got to look at us, too. As a team that is growing, we had five guys in double figures. Yeah. You know, we had 22 assists. We're sharing the ball, and, you know, it's going to take a whole team effort to become victorious and to go further when the postseason comes. Speaking of that defense, Nate, uh, we're seeing a lot of zone. I think we've seen more more zone in the first eight games of the of the Anthony Grant era than we did in six years under Archie Miller. Archie just refused to play the zone. Yeah. Um, what are you seeing out of this zone, and what do you like about it? What do you don't like about it? Honestly, I, I, in my opinion, I believe that – Grant has to play zone because we're going to yeah. see a lot of zone. And the only way that you get good at that is that if you play it because that means that you have to go over it in practice. And um, they have found out that, hey, this is something that we can use also. And it's been working for them. Um, we still struggle sometimes when we have to go against the zone. But uh, when we're playing the zone, we're doing really well in it. How important is it, too, to have – you know, they're going to play that 3-2 zone or the 2-3, whatever they're going to do, uh, to have the hammer at the back end of it like Costas. Or uh, Cunningham, but mostly Costas, the shot blocker at the back end of it. It's, it's huge because then guards question if they're going to penetrate and go to the basket and score because now they're thinking like, okay, I have somebody that's going to contest my shot. And the great thing about Acosta is that he doesn't have to block every shot. Just his presence there because they know that he's going to go after it makes people hesitate. And when you're in a game and you have a hesitation, that will hurt you because in the game of basketball, you have to just go with it. And when you hesitate, you make mistakes. And for Acosta, that's huge for us because he stepped up and he's blocking shots, altering shots, uh, having guards second question if they're going to drive. Now instead of driving and trying to finish, they're trying to kick. And now our guards are anticipating that and getting steals. Costas is one of those guys, Nate, much like Big Steve, God rest his soul. That Yeah, God bless. You know, he, he doesn't have to always block a shot. You can look at Costas' blocks, and that's fine. He's got many, many more, again, that he's affecting and changing without even getting a hand on it. Yeah, he definitely did. I have to give him credit. He had a very nice block tonight. Um, the guy did challenge him. Uh, he went up. Tried to dunk it, and Acosta put it on the glass. Yeah. Then we went back, got a fast. And, see, that's why Acosta is so good because he had that block, yes. got the rebound, got it out, and then we had um, Cunningham for the lob for the dunk. That was a nice series. I wrote that down in my notes. That was around – it was between the under-16 and the under-12 in the second half. Uh, this sequence got it up to 51-34 flyers. Jalen Crutcher had a drive. And a nice dish to, I believe, Jordan Davis for a three. Yes. Then immediately the ensuing play, Tennessee Tech comes back the other way. Costas, that block you mentioned, Larry and Bucky picked that as the play of the game. And then immediately the court awareness to start the fast break. And then up ahead to Jalen, to Josh Cunningham, alley-oop, boom. All of a sudden it's 51-34, little 5 nothing run there when things were getting tight. Because, Nate, this lead was as big as 17 at times in the second half. But it Tennessee was. Tech cut it down to his... I think it got to as low as nine. I believe it was Under seven. Nine. So seven. It got yeah. close. And it did get close. And that's why um, it was a good thing that we were playing Tennessee Tech and not um, a team in the A-10 because we had some 
stretches where we just turned the ball over. Um, we let the shot clock run down to three and four, and then we were jacking up three-pointers from half court. And instead of getting into the flow of the offense and understanding, and that showed us that we were young because understanding that when the shot clock is going down, we're not going to jack up threes. We need to penetrate to the basket and try to get an easy shot, foul, or kick it out for an open three. Yeah. Um, and we didn't do that. You know, we just forced it up and jack it. But one other good thing is at one point in the game, we had four freshmen and Davis on the floor. And, you know, that's huge because that means that we're really not experienced, but we're getting a lot of these young guys in there. And hopefully when the A-10 comes around, we're going to be ready and they're going to have that experience that they need because they're going to have to catch on quick if we want to be successful. Oh, yeah. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number, or you can tweet me at jbedellwhio and may read your tweet on the air. Or if you're joining us here at Flanagan's, you can take advantage of the Bud Light mic, where we find Tom and Kettering. How you doing, Tom? Nate, Nate and John, um, I'm I'm impressed with Castus's hands. You know, uh, he's he's got good hands. We've had a lot of a lot of tall guys <laughs> that. Looks like they're wearing boxing don't, gloves. Don't don't there. catch don't catch the ball too well. Yeah. yeah. But but and then the other thing is that Crutcher, Crutcher on the alley oops is really good at that. He's got a nice you touch. know, I mean, uh, uh, a, a flip pass, and, and it's landed in the right place, and that's that's huge, and, and you know, especially with a guy like guy like Costas, you know, you yeah. got you got to put it high so the other guys can't get it. And, you know, so I'm I'm impressed with that. The the I think I think as far as as us playing the zone defense, you know, I think there's <laughs> there's definitely some holes in it. You yeah, know, at times uh, there are around yeah. in the around in the corner, oh. and I and I think they're not moving their feet enough. You know, uh, maybe they need to skip rope or something, but they're just not they're just not getting out there. Uh, um, you know, and I'm sure that uh, Coach Grant will correct that, and uh, and, uh, and you know they'll be okay. But uh, uh, that's and and I'm sure, uh, you know, at least at least the veterans we have, you know, they, they must have played zone three minutes in their careers, you know, and and because yeah. the new the new guys, I don't know if they've played much in high school. Probably zone isn't played too, or maybe it's played all the time in high school. But uh, um, it's a different oh, level oh, though. <laughs> it's definitely a different level but, of zone. Yeah, I, I think uh, um, you know. All in all, Jordan Davis looked like a nice, nice shot. You know, they can score the ball. They, they got to. We, we need to pass the ball harder. We need to throw it hard. Yeah. Uh, we're, you know, being a little lazy with our passes. But all in all, a win's a win, and we're happy to get it. Right. Thanks, guys. You talk about Crutcher having good touch around the alley oops, Tom. And Nate, one thing, I mean, you talk about an NFL quarterback having to learn how to, you know, you talk dropping the ball in on a receiver as opposed to just throwing a 100 mile an hour fastball at him every time. Yeah. Quarterbacks in the NFL have to learn how to drop balls in. Yeah. Crutcher knows how to drop it in. He's got a nice touch with feeding up that alley oop. He knows exactly where to put it, drops it right in for Costas, Cunningham, whoever to go get it. Kid's got nice touch on his alley oops. He does. And the thing about it is, people don't understand that every player needs to receive the ball in a different way. Some people can take those hard passes and catch them, and some you need to take some of it off of it. And he knows just right 
and just knows when and how it needs to be there. And he gets it there to his teammates. And that means that he is growing as a player and he's understanding his teammates. And that is huge as a point guard. One of the, one of the high-flying duos of, of my era of UD basketball when I was an undergraduate was London Warren and Marcus Johnson. And I always – you talk about two guys, Nate, that had chemistry and court awareness for one or the other was, and an alley-oop especially because – Marcus was one of those guys who could jump out of the gym. Oh, yeah. And I remember London saying when he had guys like Marcus and Chris Wright. Yeah, that was the four. Tossing alley-oops to those two. That's like the 40-inch club <laughs> the or flight, something. The flight, yeah, the flight club is what club. they called themselves. Yeah, yeah they had the 40-inch <laughs> verticals. Yeah. And I remember London always saying that he knew Marcus and Chris were guys that London goes. London said a lot of things I can't say on the air, including <laughs> what I'm going to have to paraphrase here is that he knew he could just throw it up literally anywhere. Yeah. And an athlete like Marcus and Chris – could just go up and just get it. London knew if he threw it somewhere in the vicinity of the shot clock, yeah. Marcus or Chris was coming down with a thunder dunk. Yeah, and, and, and he, he was good at it. <laughs> he definitely was good at uh, it. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. And uh, we want to go to Bob from Piqua. Bob, you got a question about Zerius Williams, it looks like. What's on your mind? Yeah, how long is Zerius going to be out? Bob, I can't hear you. He wants to know how long Zerius is going to be out. Right now, Bob... Day-to-day, aren't we all? Uh, He's got back spasms, and this is, what, four games now? Yeah. But I hate to say day-to-day, but when you got back problems like that, man, that's really what it is. I mean, have you ever dealt with that? It is day-to-day. I mean, tomorrow could be feeling real good, and then, you know, the next day it's like you can't even get up. Um, And they want to take it day-to-day and take it slow because, you know, right now, if it's going to happen, this is the time for it to happen. Yeah. Uh, You know, they want to make sure that he's real healthy for the A-10. And um, the coaches know that, and that's what they're doing. So I hate to give you kind of a uh, generic answer there, Bob, but really when you're dealing with back spasms, I mean, it, it, Anthony Grant continues to say day-to-day, and really, because I've dealt with them before, and, man, it's one of those things like a hammy, Nate. It is. It flares up, and it comes right back full then, steam at you. So they got to get this thing to settle down and make it sure so he's feeling good. So right now, day-to-day for Zerius, that's four games in a row that he's had to sit because of back spasms. You know, we'll see if we can uh, – you know, if not Penn, you know, maybe he's back. Because they got a week off, Nate. After they play Saturday, they got a week off for their next game. Yeah, so that might be the time off. where he gets that rest and, uh, you know, he's feeling good. But, you know, like you said, and anybody that's had a back injury will understand it is a day-to-day thing. And, you know, today I could be feeling good, and then tomorrow I turn the wrong way and it just reacts the wrong way. Um, yep. So hopefully, you know, this week off will get him back on the floor. But if not, the coaches know what they're doing. And, they're resting and going to wait till the A-10 comes. 457-1290 is a number of Flyers fans if you want to jump on the show with us. Or you can tweet me. Tweet Steve, Steve in Miami Township says, I prefer we were mature enough to avoid foul trouble in man-to-man. But as far as zone goes, it is interesting to watch. Yeah. So for now, he's a fan of the zone defense. Nah, because it slows the game down. And like tonight, it really, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel like the fans were really in it. Um, now, it was a little bit of a quieter night. I'll say it, it was a little bit of a quieter night. At the it arena, was. It I was thought. definitely one of the yeah. quieter nights there. Um, yeah. But, you know, when you're playing zone sometimes, and, you know, coaches honestly say, hey, if we get the win, we did a good job. You know, but it's, it's always good to get the fans involved. And, um, honestly, the fans are another defense. So when they make noise and they're loud in there, um, that, you know, messes up the other team. So we definitely need you guys to be loud in there and, uh, cause havoc for the other team. Another big night, Nate, too, for Daryl Davis. 19. I feel like every night he goes out there, he continues to flirt with a new career high. 
I mean, this kid is playing with a – I've tweeted this, and I'll say this on the air right now. I don't know what Anthony Grant told him before his senior season, but he might want to bottle it up and sell it because yeah. whatever Anthony has gotten to Daryl's head with, I'm serious. Yeah. Like he, Daryl is playing out of his mind, and I know for a fact going into this season, Anthony's been working with him to just prepare him for, all right, kid, lone senior, new leadership role. Here we go, senior year, let's do this thing. I don't know what he has said to him, but, Nate, it's working because Daryl Davis is playing with a confidence and a consistency level that I don't think we've seen from him no, in haven't. his now four years. We haven't. And you know what? I've always been wanting this because I've known he had it in him, and we will always see spurts. And, you know, he have a, a, a rocky stretch where he wasn't shooting the ball well, and then mentally he was getting out of his game. But right now, He's doing everything that he needs to do as a senior, and he's being a leader, not only vocally, but, you know, showing it on the court. And here's a nugget that came up Monday night in the coaches' show that David Jablonski uncovered, and Anthony told Larry on the air he did not know about until Larry brought it up to him just before they went on the air Monday night at Frickers on Woodman. And this goes along with that leadership role, Nate, you talk about with Daryl. He texted everybody after that game in Mississippi State on Sunday and said, hey, guys, you know what? My bad. That's my fault for the end of the game. I'm not, I'm not going to let that happen again. To a man, everybody replied and said, you know what, dude? We got you. Don't worry about it. We got your back. We're a team. That's not. And Anthony was quick to say, look, let me make one thing clear. Daryl Davis, you know, fumbling the ball away on that drive, that was not the reason they yeah. lost. There were many, many reasons they lost that game that you oh. could point to. Daryl Davis not making that bucket at the end was not one of them. Not the reason. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, I think that says a lot about where he's at mentally, Nate, and, and in his as he continues to grow into this leadership role, that he's going to do something like that after a tough loss at Mississippi State on Sunday. Oh, yeah, and, and that just shows you his maturity, and that's a good thing, too, because then the younger guys are going to follow, and these are the type of leaders that we need on this team to be successful. Um, honestly, I just take my hat off to him right now. He's doing really well, and he's stepping to this role, you know, with his shirt off and chest out. <laughs> Is it, in terms of what's behind it, Nate, is it really, is it as simple as the confidence he's playing with? I mean, it, can, can, it, can a confidence like that draw an inconsistent guy to this sort of, I mean, consistent, we never, like I said, the biggest thing that Daryl is doing right now that he hasn't done yeah. is playing with this sort of offensive consistency. He would spit out 19 points every once in a while, but can, can just a boost in confidence like that do this to his game? Huge, and you know, confidence is everything. And believe it or not, you know, I, I run a small uh, youth league, and I always encourage confidence, and especially with the kids that I do some training with. Yeah. You know, confidence is huge, and when you can get a kid's confidence to the next level, you can get them to do anything. And right now, Daryl's confidence is really high, and I just hope and continues that he keep doing that. Dayton a winner tonight. 79-66, they are now 2-1 in the all-time series against Tennessee Tech. Dayton is now 56-13 all-time versus teams from the Ohio Valley Conference. John Bedell, former Flyer Nate Green, and you here for Flyer Feedback live from Flanagan's Pub. The home stretch of it on the other side right here on the Home of the Flyers. This is Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You can always count on the crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. Just like you can always count on Reliable Ralph. Ralph. 
Ask him to move that couch he moved for you last summer? Ralph will do it. Need a ride from the dentist? Better call Ralph. And he won't even film you after the laughing gas and put you online and get millions of views. He's Reliable Ralph for Pete's sake. Reliable Ralph is famous among friends. He deserves a Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly Bud Light Beer, AB St. Louis, Missouri. Adults 50 years of age or better, you have an exciting way to learn about a broad variety of topics. The Osher Lifelong Learning Institute at the University of Dayton, offering fall, winter, and spring seminar series that meet weekly. Choose from seminars such as What's This Cloud I Keep Hearing About? What You Didn't Know About Taxes? Adventure Travel 2018, Artisan Bread Baking, and more. All offering an intellectually stimulating yet informal non-competitive environment. Call 229-2347 to register or to learn more. That's 229-2347. CareSource Medicare Advantage plans combine hospital, doctor, and drug coverage in one convenient plan and offer more benefits not covered by basic Medicare. Plan premiums as low as $0, plus so much more. CareSource gives me the advantage I deserve. Visit CareSource.com and enroll today. This information is not a complete description of benefits. Contact the plan for more information. Limitations, copayments, and restrictions may apply. Benefits and premiums may change January 1 of each year. The formulary may change at any time. You receive notice when necessary. You must continue to pay your Medicare Part B premium. As a veteran, you put our nation first. Now Ohio is putting you first. Find jobs and connect with employers at ohiomeansveteranjobs.com. Use your military training toward free college credit or apply for a professional license or certification. Visit your local county veteran service office to discover all the benefits you've earned. Learn more at ohiovet.gov or call 877-OHIO-VET. Sponsored by the Ohio Department of Veteran Services, aired by the OAB in this station. Mainly clear for much of the night, a cold one too. Temperatures down to 24. Wind chills will be in the mid-teens by daybreak. Some increasing clouds around daybreak as well. With a chance for some morning flurries, better chances south of Interstate 70. A high of only 31 Thursday. Wind chills will stay quite chilly on into tomorrow night. I'm Chief Meteorologist Eric Elwell on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're listening to Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call with your questions and comments now at 457-1290. Flyer Feedback on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, for the last time tonight, welcome back into Flanagan's Pub, the best bar in town and the best Irish pub in the history of ever. John Bedell and former Flyer Nate Green with you here after a 79-66 Score that added up to Dayton's fourth win on the year. They are now back to an even 500. The Flyers get up off the schneid, snap a two-game skid. And we're here at Flanagan celebrating, and we got a drink special to help you do just that. For the month of December, during the show, during Flyer Feedback, we got $3 Bud Light aluminum bottles here at Flanny's on Stewart Street. That guy has loved that drink deal all night. <laughs> Flyers are uh, now 32 and 10 all time in December. Not all time. The last seven years. That's a 7.56 winning percentage. December, the month of December has been kind to the Flyers. Nate, they have had a winning December for the last 18 seasons. Talked about Daryl Davis before the break, Nate, and just the level of consistency that he is playing with. Uh, you feel like every night he's flirting with his career high, which is now up into the low 20s with the way he's scoring the ball this year. Most nights he's leading the offensive charge, as he did tonight with 19. He led all scorers with a 19 night. Um, And I asked you, Nate, about his confidence because I I think that has a big part to do with why he's playing so consistent. 
Um, what is that kind of? What is the level of confidence that Daryl is playing with right now? Do for a guy. Uh, right now, the confidence he's playing for will get us to see a whole lot of great things because when you have that type of confidence, you might do some things that you didn't even think you could do. But the kids only get that type of confidence is when the coaches are praising them and encouraging them and telling them that they're doing a good job and rewarding them. And Coach Grant has been doing a great job with that with all his players. And he's given all his players more confidence every game that they play. A little bit of a lull in the schedule, if you will, Nate. As we mentioned, this Tennessee Tech team, as we've talked about, came in here at 7-2, and two, but two of those wins are against an NAIA and a D2 squad. Their best win is a Ken Palm 170, New Mexico. That was on the road. They beat the Lobos 104-96. Looking ahead to Saturday, you got a pen. Well, and two, these Golden Eagles were picked fifth out of 12 teams in the Ohio Valley Conference. They finished 12-20 and 20 last year. And their last NCAA tournament berth, Nate, 1963. Right. So looking ahead to Saturday, you got the Penn Quakers coming here. You get some Ivy League action with Penn coming to town Saturday. Yeah. Uh, and they're picked fourth in the Ivy League. Harvard was picked as that league champ. Um, so you get the Penn Quakers here Saturday as you get a last tune-up before week off and another game uh, after finals week the following Saturday. And I believe it'll be a good tune-up. You know, it'll... Each game is going to be another test. And, you know, when they play Penn, it's going to be a test, and everybody's going to have to come. But like I said, today we showed a lot of great things. We had five guys in double figures, and we're going to need that all season yeah. um, for us to be successful. I mean, we had two guys uh, with double-doubles. That's huge. Um, if we continue to have these type of involvement and collective efforts, we're going to be okay. Um, you, if you have five guys in double figures and then two guys with double doubles, I mean, on paper, that looks good. Yeah. The next, the next two games, by the way, are Penn Saturday. That's a 3 p.m. tip. And then finals week next week at UD. And then Georgia State will come to the arena the following Saturday, the 16th. So Dayton will get a full week off before that 7 o'clock tip. And then, Nate, things get real tough. If there is a resume win to be had in this non-conference slate, it is the St. Mary's Gales. That is um, uh, Tuesday the 19th at 10 o'clock. And that's their first. That is a real serious test. Nothing against the Auburn uh, Eagles or no. Tigers. I'm thinking War Eagle. I got War Eagle in my head. Nothing Auburn. against the Auburn Tigers. Um, but St. Mary's, that's that's the real test in this offseason or this uh, non-conference slate for the Flyers this season. Oh, yeah. And actually, I, I believe it's, it's going to be at a perfect time. Um, because we have had several learning experiences at each game that we have, and we've been getting better, and we're learning from the things that we did wrong. And hopefully from this game that we learned that we need to be mentally ready and that we have to take care of the ball. And, you know, when the shot clock is running down, we don't just hold the ball and just dribble yeah. and try to jack up a shot. Instead, get it and attack the basket and try to create something. And i tell you what, Nate, it's hard to believe, but we're now in the midst of the final four games of this non-conference slate. You go Penn, Georgia State, at St. Mary's, you get Wagner, and then, Nate, as we've already turned the calendar to December, the A-10 slate starts later this month. You get the Duquesne Dukes coming into town at on the 30th for a 4 o'clock tip in the afternoon, but we're here, Nate, in the last four games in the non-conference season already. Hard to believe that. Wow, it's but since fast. the A-10 season expanded to, what, 16 games? Yeah. You know, we're starting uh, before the new year. 
Yeah, definitely. 457-1290 is the number. Uh, and you can call us up on the show here to join us uh, on Flyer Feedback, which is what we're going to do now. Go to the phone lines tonight for the second time to join Kim from Bellbrook. Kim, what's on your mind tonight? Welcome to Flyer Feedback. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Uh, so I want to talk about, uh, well, first of all, my wife wants to talk about Daryl Davis because she thinks she's in love with that guy. Uh, I think he's really stepped his game up a little bit. And then uh, the two big men, I think they're quitting themselves very well, and I like Landers. I think he's starting to step his game up. You know, what do you think about that? Nate, what do you thought about Trey Landers so far this season? Uh, I think he's doing well. You know, he will get more opportunities, and, you know, I have to keep going back to the interview that Crosby said that, you know, they have several guys that can step up and play when it's needed, um, and they just have to be ready when they're called on, and Landers is doing that. He's been ready for when he's been called on, and he's doing a good job right now. And he's just a tough kid. I mean, I, and some of that's his football background. He's, yeah. he's built like a darn dump truck, Nate, yeah. the way, just physically. Strong so, as an ox. <laughs> tough kid. You're going to need him, too. You're going to need some of that grit, and we've seen it at times this year, and uh, – He's been filling in nicely. Oh, yeah, and, and as the season goes on, his role might expand and become bigger. Um, but if it doesn't, he's going to play his role and play it well. And if it does expand and become bigger, he'll do that also. Because these kids, and I've talked to them, they understand their roles on the team and what they have to do to be successful. Yep, heck of a night tonight from uh, Landers, 14 points. He chips in to contribute to a 79-66 Dayton win tonight. That's going to do it for us Flyer fans. Our next game is Saturday against the Penn Quakers. Tip is at 3 o'clock, which means our coverage starts the expanded Bud Light pregame show live from Casano's on Brown Street at 2. We will see you on the radio Saturday afternoon, Flyers fans. Until then, from my partner Nate Green, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. Go Flyers. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.